Radio. If I touch my shoulder, it would touch my hair. Starts now. And I said, what the hell is that? And more radio starts now. another episode of spirits and more radio and i'm your host and we are going to do this is episode 34 uh we've got a couple of our uh guests that we've been doing lots of stuff we've got eric van leer from golden state haunts and ace jordan from creepy af and starco tube uh we'll have those guys in on us in 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 on a second uh just drank a Red Bull. I guess that was getting to me. Anyway, uh, super excited, you guys. It's October, and uh, I just decorated the front of my house up, which is cool. Got a pumpkin from the store a few minutes ago. Uh, yeah, so this is the time of year, man. Everybody's excited about it. Everybody has fun this time of year. We've got some cool shows coming up. I've uh, been doing some reconnaissance and research. Went out uh, looking for a little little girl ghost out near the border for a cool show we're going to be doing uh, and some other stuff. I know Eric was in San Diego looking for, for things to do. And him and I went out and did some cool stuff. We'll get into that in a little bit. Uh, but just a few housekeeping things. Make sure that uh, you share this. Tell your friends about it. Uh, sign up on Instagram. Follow us. All that good stuff. Uh, a couple other things. We finally got our uh, merch shop going on the website. So you guys can get shirts. They're about like uh, um, five to seven days out from when you order so if you want something for halloween get on that now uh other thing we've got uh tours going on i'm doing private tours in san diego in the gas lamp so if you want to get your group together and come to san diego we will do a haunted pub crawl we'll go see william heath davis house uh, a lot of famous bars in downtown with stories that I've sort of gotten out of the different people that work there, the owners, the bartenders, stuff like that. So also some surprises in there for, for your group. So um, reserve that on the website, spooksandspirits.com. That's where you can get to that. Uh, the dates are limited. Halloween weekend's done, so so that's not happening, but uh, got a couple other weekends available. Anyway, uh, let's welcome to the show Ace Jordan and Eric Van Leer. Eric, are you there? Yeah, I'm here. I kind of like that intro. It has a uh, trans X living on video vibe. <laughs> it actually is man i created that you know there's so it's uh it's hard to find good songs and i've been for years i've wanted to sit down and actually take the time to to do something and i finally did i got into my fl studio and uh i i had a dream first thing in the morning about trans x and i'm like that's it like a trans x <laughs> mashup with uh haunted mansion sounds and stuff and so I just got to it and spent two days doing that. I'll play the whole song at the end because it goes a little bit further. But anyway, Ace, are you there as well? Yes, I am. Cool. And Ace, is uh, Ace, tell, tell everybody where you're at right now. Oh, I'm up near the uh, Timberline Lodge in Mount Hood, Oregon, where they filmed the movie 
The Shining, the original one from 1980. Yeah, that's cool. And I was, we were thinking about doing a show on that if you're still up for that. But anyway, um, yeah, that's cool, man. I love that movie. That is such a classic. Every like seems like every Halloween they show it in the theaters, and I go and watch it. So anyway, we got to get into that. But uh, how's the weather up there? Is it snowy? Is it is it like the movie? Uh, well, it just started snowing when I got here, but it's very light, very light snow. So, <coughs> yeah, yeah. Well, that's cool. And you're going to be up there for how many days? Uh, I don't know yet. Cause I'm going to another place up here in Oregon afterwards and I'm not sure how long I'm going to stay. So at least until Saturday. Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Uh, maybe, maybe longer. Cool. That's awesome, man. So we went to the LA Haunted Hayride, and that's what this show is about. We want to give you guys our opinion of that event and um, talk about where it was, how big it was, uh, and what we liked about it. So let's get into that uh, without further ado. Eric, what was, uh, I know you had a little trouble finding the lower lot to park, but once you got inside, what, what was your first thought? Um, it was a little confusing at first finding the press check-in and everything, but it wound up being all right. Yeah. So, um, had you, now have you been there before, Eric? I have. So how was this yeah. year compared to previous years? Was it better? Was it the same? I thought the mazes were better. I thought the hayride was a little light. Oh, okay. Okay. And, uh, and Ace, what was your thought when you got there? Because you've been multiple times, right? Yeah, I've been to the last four, uh, including the drive-in movie one. Um, what was so that? Was, what was the drive? That, oh, that was during the pandemic they did a drive-in? Yeah, during the drive-in, uh, during the pandemic, they put a lot of the props out along the driveway they had this really long drive up so when you would go on the hayride and you would see a lot of the the de decor and stuff that they had set up it wasn't so much interactive with the actors and stuff but they had a lot of the decor so as you're driving to the spooky drive-in you get to kind of go through the hayride kind of a light version of the hayride and then as you pull in uh you park your car and then you you turn tune in the radio and it's just basically like a um driving movie except they're playing um music videos and some horror short films okay that sounds and, cool and while the movie's going on there's scare actors outside your car trying to scare you uh, i see that's cool was so, it I cool mean, did you like it well, I mean, I was really disappointed that we had to do a drive-in, but considering what they had to work with, I don't really know what else they could have done better, you know? Yeah. I mean, maybe it would have been cool if there was like a full movie or something, but I mean, oh, it I don't was, know. It, so it was not a full movie. It wasn't like the showing of a particular movie. No, I think it was like three... You know how they had Monty Revolta performing in the middle of the uh, the the Hayride attractions this year. Um, they, yeah, they had him doing some music videos. Oh, okay. I mean, he was there live too, but he was mostly just on the screen doing little music videos and kind of hosting the thing. And in between, they had some Crypt TV shorts that they licensed 
so i think it was like i think it was three short films and three music videos okay so how was what what was the length of the entire event probably about a half hour maybe okay okay well if you consider the drive up through the thing maybe like 45 minutes i mean it was pretty short i see yeah yeah well this was totally different you guys so i i guess i'll go ahead and give my perspective i have never been to a hayride event before which i know is crazy to to even think that but i think of hayrides as like midwest you know that's where i always thought they were going down you always hear about uh you know hayrides on farms you know they've got tractors there and hay and and they they set up spooky stuff and so i'd never really experienced that so uh i was kind of excited to see what it was i think it was beyond my expectations i had more fun than i thought i would uh so just to give a little lay of the land well first of all um there were several tickets you could buy to go into the la hayride you could do the hayride only for 29 dollars uh you could do general admission for 39 dollars which essentially gave you access to haunted mazes and uh, there was like a stage area. I guess they were looking for wristbands of, for for the general admission people, and then they have some sort of uh, VIP for fifty five bucks, uh, which I think that gives you uh, front of line. And then they have a platinum, which is one oh nine. And uh, I'm not sure what the platinum is. I've got it right here. I got okay. So I, I think a, platinum was unlimited. Like you can go on to stuff as much as you want, like we did. Yeah, it says immediate entry, access to Midnight Falls, open to close. I don't know what Midnight Falls was. Does anybody that's know? Just what the, that's just what they called the, they kind of made this thing. It's like, oh, we're the, like, the city of Midnight Falls. Oh, okay. So when, when you go in there, like everything is Midnight Falls themed. Okay, and then access to the Haunted Hayride, uh, timed queue line entry, access to Trick or Treat midnight mortuary and dead in diner those are it says flex entry and those are the haunted houses um so yeah so those are those are your options you guys if if you're going to this thing um the vip i think that oh go ahead i think the general admission had like time like you're supposed to go in at specific times and then you only get to go in once okay so i'm looking at the general mission it says standard weight Access to Midnight Falls open to close. Access to Haunted Hayride attraction. Timed queue entry. Timed line entry. And then access. So if your it, time was like 8.30, you're supposed to go there at like 8.30. I think. I uh, think okay. that's how it works. Okay. And then it has uh, access to the three haunted houses as well. So, um, <clears throat> so basically, and when we got there, it was kind of a light night, I would say, in the beginning of the night for, for a weekend. In my opinion, this was on a Friday and the hayride line, by the time we actually got over there about nine o'clock, nine 30, uh, it had really blossomed into like, it's just a massive big line that they have there. Uh, so yeah. So those are the ways you can get in there. Uh, haunted houses, trick or treat. I like that one. It was, it was one of the cool things that I was really surprised about these haunts as far as haunted attractions go. First of all, um, I would say that the production of them was was good. It wasn't like yard haunt style, but it was a step above yard haunt style. Um, I wouldn't say real elaborate, but it didn't need to be real elaborate. One of the cool things that they had that other haunts just don't didn't have or don't have 
is it seemed like these you go into like an actual indoor area and you go through some different rooms and you know there's some scare actors and scare points in there and then you go outside and the outside part was dramatically longer than the inside part but in a good way there was really cool stuff so trick-or-treat had a nice outdoor walk you go through a cemetery i remember ace you were spending some time taking pictures near the cemetery sign and stuff like that uh eric got lost in there i don't know where he was but we we all, <laughs> we all got uh lost in there anyway what do you guys think about uh haunted or trick-or-treat as a as a maze haunted attraction well, I liked how they had the uh, the hidden doorbells because we I didn't get to see those until the second time we went in. Oh, wait! In trick or treat, there were hidden doorbells. Is is that? Yeah, you would you ring the doorbell and the things would shoot out of the door. Oh, that's the one. Is that the one? I swear it was. I didn't know. I didn't. That's the yeah. one that had that big witch that came out of that house when you pushed the doorbell, huh? Yeah, but they also had other stuff that came out of different doors too. Oh, okay. Well, one of the other things I remember is there were like these two bushes and the bushes parted, separated apart, and then something jumped out of it at one point. Yeah, like point. a wolf or something. Yeah, it was like, right. a, like a werewolf. That was cool. Eric, did you see that stuff? Yeah, I did. Oh, okay. Okay, cool. Yeah, so that was good. I, I liked it. Um, no complaints on it. I think, I think my expectations of this thing were lower because it's in a county park. You know, it's kind of spread out. And for some reason, I don't know why I just, I just felt like I, I had lower expectations going in to this one than, than other ones this season. So, um, yeah, the new location was a little disappointing. I mean, it's at the same place, Griffith park, but the location where it used to be was kind of, kind of further off the path and the, the hayride would take you kind of out into like the woods and it just had a, a better vibe overall. You felt you felt like you were away from the park, away from the city a little bit better. Oh, interesting. Okay. But they had some sort of construction project, so they had to move it over a little bit. I see. So, yeah, that was the first one. And then there was Midnight Mortuary. Yeah, that was cool. They had, they had that crazy witch thing that shot out with the head that went backwards. Oh, okay. So that's where the witch was. I haven't posted... No, there was two. There was the one that I posted the TikTok video. Yeah. That was from Trick or Treat. They had the witch that flew out. And then they had some other witch looking lady in the one you just mentioned. Yeah. She would come out. She would shoot out. You didn't have to ring the doorbell. She would just come out on her own and her head would like go backwards. She would come at you kind of like backwards and really unnatural. Eric, do you remember that one? Midnight Mortuary? You have any, uh, any memory of things in that one you liked a lot? Vaguely, I liked the uh, outdoors area with the cemetery. Oh, okay, so was that? I guess I'm confused on trick or treat and midnight mortuary. Which one was which? But what I do remember is Dead in Diner, which was the new one for this year. I guess I really liked that one. That was my favorite one for sure. It had an actual. Well, first of all, the diner part was cool. I got a picture. If you guys check out the Spooks and Spirits Instagram, I've got a picture of the guy inside there. Creepy dude, like ice cream serving type guy from a diner. He was doing a good job. And then um, there was a part where we go into the back of the diner. And what I, you know, this was the one thing that was super cool about these mazes that sort of I liked a lot. They had some soundtracks going on that were really cool. Like in the back of the diner, 
it was sort of like this urban feel of an area and they had some old school hip-hop playing i can't remember which song it was but it was like it wasn't cypress hill but it was some old school hip-hop playing and the characters i think it was sugar hill gang yeah maybe it was that one but anyway it was so it was they were playing some like music that was out of the norm for like a spooky experience but it really fit the characters that we were seeing and i liked that a lot i was i was totally into that whole part of it um they had an actual maze in that one so they were directing people in different directions and actually it took some time to get through it and figure out which way was out which was cool because you don't see that a lot you know i mean for throughput a lot of these mazes don't want to uh do that where they actually give you a real maze experience do you guys do you guys yeah. remember that did you get right through or did it take you some time yeah other, oh, other than the music it kind of removed uh reminded me of the movie uh blood diner oh really old classic horror movie oh cool i didn't see that one but maybe that's what they were inspired by i just yeah, saw parts of it to be either, honest <laughs> but that'd be cool i might look it up yeah Ace, did you like that one? What was your, what were your thoughts on uh, the diner, Dead in Diner? For some reason, I don't remember it that well. I remember walking in, and there's like a dead guy in a diner booth. And for some reason, I have, I have trouble remembering the rest of it. That was the one with the slaughterhouse in it with the, the bunch of animatronic pigs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. that was the oh, other okay. thing is that there was the slaughterhouse in the back. And I actually posted a video, I think, on my TikTok, possibly of that one, but uh, or it was on Instagram. But you can see it. It would, that one was cool. It had big, giant animatronic pigs that were would come out and make sound. You don't remember that, Ace, or do you? Oh yeah, the big boar head. Yeah, yeah, that was cool. Yeah. So those were. Um, I would say that was cool. And then they had like this carousel. I never saw the carousel running, but it. I don't think. It, I don't know if it does, but it was like this carousel all beat up with dead people and stuff in it really cool it was a cool vibe yeah the ghost horses yeah yeah it had ghost horses on it so i would say that uh i i was totally into i was totally into the haunted houses i had lower expectations uh and it was in this park so it was a unique experience i was digging that and then we got to the hayride and i've never done the hayride before and we actually saw a tractor pulls up and it's got a long bed trailer on it with a bunch of hay that we were asked to to move in and sit in the hay, actually. And uh, Eric, did you get tickled by the hay in the beginning, or, or was that Ace? Uh, it wasn't me. So I, then it was you, Ace. It was Ace and Ace's guest. Ace, what was uh, what's her Instagram? Do you want to even say? Um. Miriam went hiking. There you go. So Miriam was across from me and Ace was next to her. And all of a sudden there was some compressed air that like shot between you guys. And I think it just, it only happened to our part of this little trailer thing, but it essentially blew hay up my pants. Oh yeah. Yeah. She, she got and it all through her hair. It was all in her hair. It blew up my shirt afterwards. And this hay was like totally itchy and sticking, you know? And I was like, the oh, next. I guess it didn't get me that bad. Yeah, because it blew the hay at me, and so there was this huge dust of hay dust, cloud of hay dust. Oh, okay. And you always say like, what is that uh, hay fever? They say. So the next day, <laughs> yeah. my nose was all stuffed up, and I couldn't breathe because of that hay dust just got up in my in my sinuses. And so the next day, I'm picking hay out of my shoes, and I start sneezing again like crazy. 
That was the only wow. downside of the hayride for me was that part. But I know I got hay dust all over my shoes because I just cleaned my shoes. And when I got home, I'm like, what the heck happened to them? <laughs> they were like, they were all ashy color and yeah. brown. So I like this idea of the hayride. So we go off, we start to go on the hayride and there's like an entrance and basically like little stops. You come into an area and you stop and there's some themed, one of them, you know, I, li- I really like the first one. I think I posted a video of that. You could see some stuff on uh, Creepy AF too. Ace, you're posting things. But um, the other one was, what was that uh, Five Nights at Freddy's game? Do you guys you guys remember that? Or is that a, a little kid thing that I don't, that I only know? No, I remember that. I actually used to get uh, invited to Fright Dome at Circus Circus. And a few years ago, they actually had a whole maze based on Five Nights at Freddy's. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, Five Nights at Freddy's is a video game that came out about five years ago now, maybe six. And um, it's basically like a play on Chuck E. Cheese. So the idea is these animatronic characters in the pizza pizzeria come to life at night and sort of move around the building. And if you're in there after dark, they will find you and kill you. So we pull into this dark tent stage sort of thing and we see... Uh, a couple animatronic characters on stage you know they start playing rock music and they're they're having some trouble as far as like uh you know they're malfunctioning and stuff and then the lights go out and strobes go and they jump off stage and attack us it was cool i liked it ace what was your favorite part of the hayride which uh scene Uh, i like the dude where his face lit up that was kind of creepy what was that when that light lit up eric or no no when the that chick came out with the cattle prod thing and that she tries to jab you oh yeah and then next to him a guy rises up in a sheet and then uh he sticks his face up next to this light and it just kind of lights up all creepy oh you know what so that was my that's my only uh complaint about the hayride was that so if you're sitting in a trailer your back is to one side of what's going on and you see the other side and they didn't really balance it out. Some, some of the scenes were balanced out, but there were some scenes where my back was to it. And instead of trying to like twist around in this crowded trailer and see what's going on, I just kind of, I guess I didn't see that part. So. Oh, that sucks. I'll have to show you the video. It's really cool. Yeah, yeah. And it was a good length. I think it was it was a good experience as far as the amount of time that we went. <coughs> that was good. Um, so, yeah, overall, I, I enjoyed the experience. Um, the food, some of the food was hit or miss, you know? I think it was, if you go there, you have to expect, like, carnival style. I had a burger that was way well done, super brown and dry and not. The shrimp wasn't bad. The shrimp was good. Yeah, your shrimp was good. I like the shrimp. And then uh, you couldn't go wrong with the pulled pork sandwich because that's naturally sitting in all kinds of like barbecue sauce. So, so that just, was a I'll just say it was edible and I didn't have any problems with it. But yeah, I, I didn't think it was fantastic or anything, but it definitely looked like the best option. Yeah, I agree. And there was, it was all, they had some other stuff. Cinnabon uh, truck was there, a couple food trucks. And then one Auntie other Anne's pretzels. Yeah. Yeah. So they had stuff, you know, if you're hungry, there was plenty to eat. But like Ace said, I would say that, uh, you know, it wasn't the highlight of the night, but, but it was there for consumption. 
Eric, did you uh, any thoughts? Any other things that I missed as far as the hayride? How were what? What was your opinion of the characters, the characters, the entertainment stage? I liked it. I, 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 for some reason, I may be wrong, but I thought in past years it was a little bit longer. And there was one thing that I know they did a few years that I kind of miss, which is at the end there's a huge tent you go through. And they turn out all the lights and they play this loud EDM music and all these monsters pop out at you. And they didn't have that this year. And that was something that I really missed. Was that like a walk-in on foot kind of a thing? Or was that part of the hayride? No, that was at the end of the hayride every year. I think I, I did that at least two years. Oh, okay. Okay. I may be wrong. It might have been only one year, but I, I that is one thing I remember kind of vividly. Yeah. What was missing? I, I what, really like that. So that was one of the things missing this year compared to past years that you really liked. Was this a slimmed down version? Because this was a a return after being gone for a year. Well, sort of being gone. I guess Ace, you were saying they they did something last year, but as far as the the format of coming to the park and walking around. So what what was different, you guys? Do you feel like this was as strong as it would have been had we not just got out of a it pandemic? Was, uh, it was in a different location, and I think they were kind of limited by the location. I don't think it was deliberately, like, stripped down. And they used to have it at the old uh, zoo, which is reported to be haunted, and they have all the uh, caves there. They had the animals in and the cages, and when they had it there, they used to really use those uh, spots to their advantage, and they weren't able to do that this year. So you mean it was actually inside of the old zoo? Like like where the is that was that yeah. the location? Yeah. Oh, okay. And that seemed to be more uh of an advantageous spot to do something like this, just because as Ace was saying, it seems more remote. And also as I was saying, uh the uh natural uh scenery was just more conducive to uh having a uh more complete experience i see well one of the things not to take anything away from this year you know with the space they had i think they did the best they could but there were definitely advantages in the past yeah well i think that uh you know they hit all the marks they had a cool gift shop you know, set up. They had a nice entrance where they had characters ready to jump out at you. They had some cool photo op spots. You know, they had the huge uh, mountain of jack o' lanterns in the beginning, and then they had something you know, like a actual photo spot with a photographer that would take your photo. And then, uh, of course, the mixture of the food and kind of the park feel, like a county park feel, so being able to roam around. They had a big picnic table area. And then the hayride, of course, which was longer than I expected it to be. I thought it was a cool event for uh, thirty nine ninety nine. What do you guys think? Yeah, you can't go wrong. I thought it was a pretty good event. Yeah. Um, I I do think twenty nineteen was a little stronger. Um, part of it had to do with the location, and part of it was just I think the media event was a lot stronger. Um, but I I mean I can't really get too into the the media event because that's yeah, not that's, open to the general public, but I think they did a way better job in 2019. Yeah. Yeah. 
Yeah, so uh, that is L.A. Haunted Hayride. And uh, check that out on everything. Uh, Ace, where, where can people see all your footage from the, from the L.A. Haunted Hayride? Uh, at Creepy AF Show on uh, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and TikTok, and on the Starco Tube YouTube channel. Cool, cool. And Eric, where's your stuff showing up? Uh, it's not all up yet, but it's going to be on uh, Golden State Haunts on Instagram. Okay, cool, cool. Well, you guys, uh, I think that we hit everything for LA Haunted Hayride. Um, I enjoyed it. I'd go back. I, I definitely, just like everything this year, you know, I mean, expectations on rebooting everybody in a reboot mode from, you know, this whole shutdown for a year and things changing. Um, one thing I can say is that was in Los Angeles. Uh, Griffith Park is clearly, I think, pretty pretty sure city of Los Angeles. And uh, there was no mask thing going on there for those of us who uh, are vaccinated and don't want to be bothered by that. So that was cool. I like that that was relaxed, although I heard LA just mandated some proof thing where you're going to have to show proof to be indoors that you've been vaccinated. Whether or not you actually had covid already and you have the antibodies which are they're saying stronger anyway so they need to iron that part out but um yeah it was uh it was cool for cool 40 dollars night for sure and i would say get there early and enjoy it before it gets super crazy because just like with all of these events you go to something and, and if it's too crowded uh that can take away from it for you so anyway uh thanks for joining us for this 34th episode of spirits and more radio uh the next one i'm not sure what it's going to be we'll figure it out but stay tuned. We want to do plenty of these here in October. We've also got a cool, uh, there's some rumblings that we're going to be doing something, playing a cool uh, new game that's coming out and, and talk all about that. And, and that sounds like a really cool thing that's going to happen. So uh, look forward to that here in the next couple weeks. And uh, yeah, so you guys uh, stay with us and uh, stay spooky and we will see you next time. Fingers on the board like this.
to say.